This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Stressful, but I guess I'm holding my phone the whole time. No, because my other one I could do it farther away, but this one I I feel like <laughs> I just I just ordered one for mine, but it's like one that just plugs into my computer and I think it like sits. I don't know. Does it look like this? Um, no, it looks. This is the Yeti, else. the Yeti, Yeti or something, and it's really good, but the cable broke. So no, Anywho. I'll send you I'll send you a picture of the one I got. Okay, so hi. Welcome Hi. to the Where's My Drink podcast. Um, I'm so fucking excited. You're drinking wine and I'm drinking... Where's my white monster? Yeah, my drink's right here. Are we shocked? That, oh, also we're FaceTiming. If people are confused, we're FaceTiming so we can see what we're doing. From our so, closet. Yeah, we're both in our closets. Um, this is Moongi. This is the first time I've ever had a remote interview, but we're doing it. So do you want to give me like your little ele- elevator pitch? Um, I hate elevator pitches. <laughs> like when you... people say that, I'm like, hmm. No, I know. I, I wouldn't um, know what the hell to say about myself. No. Um, hi everyone. My name's Moongi. I'm not even going to say my last name because I'm trying to make Moongi like happen as a thing. You know, like, oh, I'm so here for that. I hate when people are like, can you give me your first name, last name? I'm like, no. Can I just. Just Moongi. Yeah. Um, my name is Moongi and I consider myself Lisa's one of, one of Lisa's best friends. And I wrote a book called Everyday Ubuntu. Uh, and casual. Just throwing that out there. And then I also work for Outvote, which is like a platform for amplifying people's voices and like getting out the vote. Love it. Um, so how did we meet? How did we fall in love? Want to take it away? Yo, dude. Okay. Do you remember when we became close friends? Because I, it kind of just happened. I don't actually know. I, like, swear to you that I literally wrote in my notes just so I wouldn't remember. <laughs> I was, like, I was genuinely thinking about how did we get so close because I, there wasn't, like, a moment. It was just, like, I really can't remember. I feel like it happened so fast. I don't know. I definitely didn't talk to you at recruitment. No. And then all of a sudden, we met in a sorority. We met in a sorority, yeah, for people and that don't then, know. And then... All of a sudden, I just, like, kept going to your apartment and, like, bothering you all the time. And, like, we'd go out to eat. I, I don't know how it happened. Um, okay, well, since college, we've seen each other in London, Madrid, and on our screens. Do you care to never share? Never in America. Never. Basically. <laughs> Wait, never? No. Ne- since we graduated, never in America, no. only in another country. It, yeah, well, it's, that's, gonna, that's a whole other story that's going to happen. But um, <laughs> would, you like, would you care to share with the class about our wild Madrid weekend? Or should I say night? Because I was so destroyed that it wasn't even a weekend. I was useless the next After day. After that. Um, okay, well, first of all, I don't know if your listeners know that you were, like, literally one of the most generous friends. And oh, my God. I was doing my master's in London and, like, you know grad student kind of working kind of not and you wanted me to come and I was like honestly I can I like I just can't spend that cash right now like it just doesn't make sense yeah I have a friend's wedding all this shit and you just like randomly bought me a ticket because <laughs> I was like about to turn in my dissertation literally the nicest thing ever anyone has ever done and so then I came holy shit I got there like what Friday night at maybe 8 p.m. yeah we just rolled <laughs> when you got and we went out with Natalia. We were just going out for dinner and hookah. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, we'll like come back and we'll go out tomorrow because like I'm tired. I've yeah. been writing all week. Oh, my God. I, th- I think I rolled into your place at 6 a.m. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sun was out. Like, sun was out. And you were alone. I was alone. Like, the three of us completely split nothing, up. Nothing happened. Like, we literally just, like, split up. And what, then. What do you mean nothing happened? 
like like I didn't like go home with anyone. I just oh, like no. happened yeah. to be out. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. it just like nothing nothing explains why we did that. Well, I I mean, do you not remember? I remember going to like a lot of different clubs and bars. <laughs> we went to like <laughs> five different bars. I like made friends with guys in every. There were single... some like creepy creepy dudes. <laughs> remember my boyfriend in the last the last place, and you went to yeah, his hotel. <laughs> No, not his, his friends. Because I had to pee. Just because I had to pee. I was like, I don't need to pee in a public place. I'll pee in someone's hotel room. Yeah. That's basically what it was. Oh, my God. So fun. It was bad. And then I think we, like, literally just, I got home and we went to sleep until Natalia showed up and, like, yeah, we just vegged. was, like, ready to go. Which sucks. We just, like, vegged the whole other, because you were only there for, like, two days. And I feel like the rest of the time we were just, well, I was just a vegetable. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't do anything. I mean, I understand it. We're, we're like, kind of old by that point. Really? I feel like I was, like... like tw- well, we mm, we were, like... I was, like, 24. So I wasn't, like, a 21-year-old that was, like, fresh Okay, and yeah, that's true. That's true. And now, like... Oh, uh, two glasses of wine, I'm done. Like, it's <laughs> hangover for, like, for three days. three weeks. <laughs> it's, like, the worst thing ever. Oh, my God. Okay, anyway. I say as I sip my wine. I'm jealous. I'm going to have some soon. Uh, I feel so funny holding this mic like this. I feel like I'm like giving us. Isn't it funny to see me like this? Like, yeah, like it's weird, right? Wasn't planned, but my other mic broke. Okay. So, I mean, you wrote a fucking book. Casual. I did. And okay. The thing is, there's so many questions about, about the book that I have, but I feel like everyone asks you all these questions and I know because obviously you're one of my best friends, but like the audience doesn't know. So I feel like let's do a little rapid fire Q and A. So we're, oh wait, also for anyone who doesn't know, do you want to explain what Ubuntu means? Yeah, so like really simply put, Ubuntu is, I mean, it basically means humanity and um, it's this philosophy that I sort of live by that my family taught me about how to live life better together and it's about like we're all interconnected, like no one is self-made, like I think that's some bull um, and it's just about like recognizing like the importance of all of the people around you which I think like obviously is like very clear these days like yeah no one is their own entity like we're all connected for better or for worse love it and you also have it tattooed on my wrist yeah yeah mom okay. loves that tattoo <laughs> okay here we go did you wake up one day and just decide to write a book <laughs> yes or no no <laughs> how long did it take you to write it um Six months to do the proposal and then like six months to finish after they accepted it. Okay. So like a year long process. Um, yeah. Fave part about the book? Oh, fuck. Writing? Um, Anything. Probably controlling my own schedule and like being able to just like sit every day like alone. Love it. Least favorite part about writing a book? Um, having to sit every day alone. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the days when you're not fucking feeling it or creative or like in a rut or like what like you're, you're like nervous. You're nervous because I was I was writing to a deadline. Like they knew when they wanted it out. That would stress me I out had a so deadline much. And there were days where like sometimes you're writing about a topic that just like makes you cry and like the whole yeah. time you're writing you're crying. And it's then like the therapy. Next day, it's like, like you therapy have, like, in a yeah. way. But like alone. Like therapy's easier because your therapist is like at least talking you through. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It's tough. Can we expect another? Hell no. First and last. A re- okay, well, the last time we talked about this, I didn't get a hell no. It was like a... Uh, oh, really? Oh, yeah. My, oh. You were like, like, I mean, not for a while. Head. Like, not for a while. Oh, maybe I was in a good mood that day. I don't know. There was <laughs> nothing in my head. Nothing. Okay, that's fine. Oh, also, <laughs> um, I just want to say that we will be giving away one of Moongi's books, and it is signed, so like... Mm-hmm. That signature is golden. We'll figure out the exact <laughs> deets on the giveaway and we'll post about it following the episode. But just so you guys know, it's also like a beautiful coffee book, like a co- coffee table book, coffee book. Oh my God. Coffee table book. Like it's also okay. beautiful. I've seen it on your you coffee know? table. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I, I mean, I've read it and I genuinely read it, but it's also beautiful. So plus plus. Okay. So well, I feel like we're like firing through this so quick. Um well, it's also because we like know each other. So I, I, know. Like I know. We're also like fast talkers. I we're know we like, really are. I don't know, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so I have been planning to have you on the podcast for a while, um, and I was gonna come visit you in Atlanta, and then Miss Rona, Miss mm-hmm. Rona, 
happened. So it was legit that weekend. Do you remember like when everything yeah, escalated? Yeah, coming in March. Yeah, but it was a specific weekend where like you guys still managed. I remember because I remember seeing your stories and I was like, oh, FOMO. But you guys like still could go out to some places. But like here shit was like shutting down. But that was the that was the last time we went out. And actually, yeah. that I, th- I think that weekend after. So we went out Friday. We had people over. We had our cousins over Friday. Yeah. For like steak and tequila. I remember. <laughs> and I remember. It was bad. And then we went out and we had plans to go to brunch on Sunday. But then Saturday morning we woke up and we were like reading Twitter. And we were like, oh, shit, this is actually a lot worse than we were understanding. Because there's like no central like force telling us like how bad it is like you know everyone's yeah. talking about it differently yeah and I was like I don't think we should go to brunch tomorrow like I think uh actually us going out last night was like kind of selfish and like we should stay home well I mean you guys got the last little bit of like juice that you could that night you mm-hmm. know what I mean I mean it was it was fun and then we didn't go out after that I know I haven't got on so long anyway so I was supposed to go to, go to Atlanta that weekend which was a little bit ago well a lot ago at this point but um we were going to record then. Um, and then these last two weeks happened. And I thought to myself, let's roll. You know, let's roll now. And I feel like this last week has been incredibly eye-opening for me. It really has felt, like, monumental. I'm sure a lot of you guys can feel me on that. Um, I told Moongi, and I, I've been seeing this online everywhere, that there is like a lot of guilt within non-black people acknowledging how late they are to recognizing not only their privilege, but how little they have been contributing to standing up to the injustice in the black community. Um, However, this is not about me and my guilt. Uh, This is about being here now, showing up now, taking action now, tomorrow, the next day, like moving forward because this isn't a trend and I hope nobody thinks of it that way. Um, and yeah, now we learn and we unlearn and we listen and we keep it moving. Um, so I'm so lucky and grateful that you agreed to come on and share a little bit of your voice with me and with everyone listening. I promise I will shut up soon. Um, I really wanted to, (laughs) I, I, I just wanted to say that, but I also really wanted to think of the questions that I asked you because I wanted them to be special and sort of different. I feel like there are so, so many incredible resources going around social media and the world right now. So many books to read, so many shows to watch, documentaries to take in, stories to hear. And so the last thing that I want to sit here and ask you is how can we do better? You know, like I feel like there are so many incredible people in the black community that are sharing these answers with us, even though it is not their job to teach us these things. This is something that we have to learn. So I want this more to be about people getting to know you, not you teaching us how to be anti-racist you know what I mean so mm-hmm. now I will shut up and give you the floor and maybe <laughs> we can talk a little bit about racism as it pertains to friendships relationships anywhere you want to take it from there um oh that's like a heavy topic um because I feel like I'm still working through yeah. that yeah what I feel like I feel like the things people should talk about are the things they're working through not the things they've like mastered right um just because it's easier to connect with someone when they're like working through something that's like struggling yeah yeah like because then you're like you're not it's not like oh now I've done this like here I am um but when I think about I don't know like I will say one thing I realized this week is like it's very obvious when you are someone's like only black friend yeah because of like because of like the the way that they text you even like with the best intentions like it's, it's just like very obvious yeah that like they're I'm your only black friend or you don't have friends of like any other race and that's a bit like guys come like you know the world is so open we've all traveled so much like right at least my friends I think I think all of my friends like are very privileged people and so like we've traveled so much and like it's sad when I have certain friends that like clearly still their friend group just really only looks like them right and very like close-minded yeah but I mean, I, I think I'm still struggling with this, but I struggled with this in 2016 because that was literally just four years ago. But in 2016, when you would say the shit that we're saying today, people would be like, well, like, it's just politics. Like, we can't let politics, like, affect a friendship, which I thought was a joke and didn't know how to voice it. Like, I, I, when I was writing the book, I was like, am I being a hypocrite saying, like, this is how people should act doing all these things when, like, after the election... I removed myself from a lot of friendships of people that, like, yeah. voted for Trump because, like, he's he was harmful to black people. He still yeah. is. Like, 
and we kind of warned everyone like this this man is harmful and I mean I had people telling me like well this is about politics don't like let this ruin our friendship and I was like I mean the friendship's kind of been ruined by you like I didn't I didn't do anything right I just told you how I felt I don't feel safe in this friendship and I would rather be a friend to people like you and not to someone that makes me feel unsafe. So I'm going to myself. Can I interrupt yeah. you there? Because I remember yeah. this vividly. I remember when this was happening and I remember you did voice to me how frustrated you felt with certain friendships in your life at that moment because you were like, I just, how am I going to have, how am I going to value this person again ever the same way? I, I can't. And I fully respect that. But my question is, did they come to you? I don't remember this. You might have told me. But did they, like, come to you and tell you openly that they voted for Trump? Did you ask? Like, how did that come about in the conversation? So it was, like, different for each person. There were there were people who – one person, I think, accidentally sent me a Snapchat. This is, like, back in the days of Snapchat. Oh, my God. Accidentally sent, sent me a Snapchat kind of letting me know that she voted for Trump. And I was like, well, that's, that makes it easy for me. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. Um, some people, it was, like, sort of, like, through rumors. And so then I just, like, had to flat out ask because it's it's also not fair for me to just be upset with you because I think this happened. Like, I need to know. No. And even yeah. in some instances, I didn't want to know. And it took me a while to, like, ask. And I sort of just, like, pulled myself away, which I don't. I think you, like, need to confirm things before you just make assumptions. Someone. Yeah. 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 Um, and then... I mean, and then it was even, like, just people inserting themselves in between those friendships where, like, the person may not have even voted for Trump, but they just decided that, like, they needed to support the Trump voter against me, like, being like, well, Moongie, like, you know, like, are you really going to end all your friendships because of this? And, like, that's, like, you're not even, you don't even need to be in this lane. Like, right. you don't need to say anything because I didn't say anything mean to anyone. Like, I, I think I still have some of the texts where I'm like, I will openly share this if you think that I said something harmful to you, because all I said was like, he doesn't make me feel safe. The fact that you thought this was okay is like weird for me. And I don't think you value our relationship the way I did. So I'm going to take a step back. Maybe we can evaluate this later, but right now, like this is not the friendship that I want. Um, and I had some people that like still thought they were right. And those friendships are no longer. And then I had some people who like came to me, they were like, you know what, I do understand why you feel this way and apologize. And, like, now we're friends again. And, like, it's not – I don't think it's that that's always in the back of my head. Like, yes, I'll never forget that you voted for Trump. Yeah. But if you can acknowledge, like, harm that you've done to someone, like, what else am I going to expect of you besides, like, acknowledging that harm and then, like, growing and moving forward? Well, that's mature of you because a lot of people – would not be able to react that way and I feel like yeah. I would respect both because I mean it is a fucking big thing um and what about right now how do you feel like right now are there still certain friendships that you feel I don't know what the right word is but just not like valued in about? that way yeah oh no, no 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 I think Ed Ed has said that I've like carefully curated my like group of friends now well that's <laughs> so good. like people I mean we've like we've made it to what it needs to be. Like, I feel like I have friends that like are not me wasting energy that I could be using for other people now. Like, yeah. I think my friends that I have like understand me, respect me. Like I can say these things to them. Like, I mean, when I was still living in Nashville, I had a book club with all white friends and I made them read that book. Why I'm no longer talking to white people about race. Cause like, I think it's an important book. For sure. And when I, like, suggested it, I was like, oh, I wonder how this is going to go over. <laughs> but, like, we had good conversations. We had, like, a book club brunch. Like, maybe I had a tequila before. But... Um, <laughs> One or two. It was, like, a good... It was a good conversation. And, like, those are the things you have to do with your friends. And like, now, now that book is sold out today. Isn't that crazy? I, I know. It's wild. And I'm, like, so glad that I read it because it was also helpful for me where she was, like... Yes, these things are uncomfortable, and, like, anger can be good if you, like, use it in the right way. The right way, yeah. I agree. I totally agree. Um, well, shifting from this for a second, I was listening to your podcast with Naomi, which is your beautiful mother, um, mm -hmm. and you guys were on The Brand is Female, and I, so, I've been hearing the word ally everywhere, right? And... I found her thoughts on allyship to be so powerful because I haven't, 
well, it was the first time that I heard a perspective like hers. I have heard it more after doing a lot more reading this week, but correct me if I'm wrong, but she was explaining why the term allyship and allies was sort of unsettling to her and how she wants, you know, people, instead of being allies, she finds more power in people actually joining the struggle. Is that right? Like, is that kind of what I understood? So that was, that's right. That was also honestly the first time I had heard her say that. Um, I mean, girl was like coming out of left field, like surprising (laughs) me with like even more wisdom. Like I knew she had a lot, but then I was like, damn, that that was good. I'm not speaking now. No, I know so much. I I loved your caption of the podcast because you were like, I would love to say this was an episode of us three talking, (laughs) but really I was just there for the ride. Um, But no, I asked this because I have been hearing this term and I feel like, you know, for the most part, I feel like people are saying it well-intentioned sorry um but I also really understand what your mom is saying so no like your thoughts on it I think it is well-intentioned and I until she had like brought that to my attention I probably wouldn't have said otherwise but also like what you're saying like what she says makes sense yeah you you know ally does then mean like oh I'm an ally in this struggle that you are in like I'm not also in the struggle with you right which like I think that everyone should be in the struggle like because totally. until like every single person has all of the rights that we afford the person that we think is the highest being like no one is going to have like all their rights right because it's once you like take rights away from one person it's like so easy to like just waterfall that and take it away from someone else so like everyone should be in the struggle for black lives like even if it doesn't like touch you directly like one day it may touch you because it, it it'll all of a sudden be about your people you know yeah 100 percent one hundred percent. Does this time, like this movement or these last few weeks, like, does this feel different to you? Do you feel something different? Um, I think I don't know. That's a tough one because I feel like there are so many people still saying the same things, like all lives matter. Like, well, you know, so if only the protesters weren't being violent then like you know it wouldn't detract from their argument and it's like that's the shit that like was being said before yeah like I remember this in 2016 um but I think the one thing now is that in 2016 people who were silent about it like didn't feel shame for being silent and I do think now like clearly everyone is like oh there's no way I can make it back from this if I don't say anything do you feel Um, do you feel I have so many thoughts on this and I've been thinking about it so much (laughs) this week, but do you feel, and someone asked me this today because I posted a few stories about how I feel about brands being silent. Um, and we Mm -hmm. can get into that in a sec, but, um, someone asked me, would you rather someone be quiet or would you rather someone be disingenuous in, in, in voicing something? And I'm like, well, I don't know that right now I would know that they're being disingenuous. I think that would be something that we see in the future, seeing the actions that they take. So right now I feel like I have to take your, I have to give you, you know, if it's a brand that I love or it's someone that I have been following that I trust or whatever it may be, or a friend or whoever. I have to like take you at your word. I have to like give you the benefit of the doubt right now, right this second and pray that what you're saying is what you truly feel. And words are easy to say. A post is Mm -hmm. easy to post. A black square, screenshot and post it. That's easy, right? A hashtag. And I'm not shaming these things at all. But I'm saying, like, I think the real thing and the real, what we will really see is the action that will come. So I think what I said to this person who asked me this, I'm like, well, you kind of got to trust your gut with who you trust and who you don't trust with what they're saying right now. Right? Like, it's hard. I mean, I, I, I think women, like, we should go on our intuition with these things. I feel yeah. like we, like, often don't. And, I, like, in therapy, my therapist I'm like, you should trust your intuition. Like, that shit is usually right. Mm-hmm. I would say I'd prefer someone to just be quiet because then I know. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard when you can't figure it out. And I just want, like, if whatever you do, own how you do it. Right. And just, like, and keep it moving. Yeah. So if this is not affecting you and it's not important to you, like, that is your prerogative. That is your privilege. Own it and move forward. But also, like, then you're also affording me the privilege to, like, remove myself from interacting with you because my life isn't important. 
So I would prefer someone to be quiet. I don't want to, like, spend my day sifting through, like, who's fake, who's not. Yeah, totally. You know? Yeah. Again, like, that's me using energy I could be using on other shit. Yeah. But I I don't know. I feel like we're not going to know for a while. Like, did you see that? There was, like, a tweet by some dude, and he was like, at brand, we want you to know. And it was just, like, he kept writing brand, brand, brand. And it was him being, like, I saw all this stuff from, like, the NFL and from all these, and, like, Amazon, these groups who were, like, pretty harmful to like people of color like especially during covid and all of a sudden now they're like standing with black people but it's like well, there is no other practice in your company that stands with black people so like are you sure at brand does this right. and it was it was funny but also like very very sad that like it was po- point like on point but that's been happening so much i don't i have been seeing that so much with like lifestyle beauty brands that they'll post something like they'll have a post up and people just come for them in the comments with like all this like all these receipts of like when you did not act this way and when you proved otherwise and like there have been I don't want to say scandal because I don't think it's a scandal I I think so many things have been brought to light in the last few days Mm -hmm. so yeah I think it's just wild but my I was I talked to you about this earlier this week that I was just feeling uneasy because it's really easy to say like I'm here for the black community and I want to do better. It's so easy to say those things. Right. Um, and a big part of that for me, at least personally moving forward is I have to be, well, I don't have to, I want to be intentional about who I'm collaborating with, which brands I'm collaborating with or who I'm supporting or who I'm, which concealer I'm going to buy, like whatever it may be. And Mm -hmm. these are things that I had never thought about. Like maybe sometimes when people would point out like, oh my God, did you see that foundation launch? There are no shade ranges. And we'd be like, wow, that's disappointing. You know what I mean? Like I would always be like, damn, that's so shitty. But did I do anything about it? No. Well, I I didn't. Like I didn't do it. I didn't voice anything, which is shitty on my part. Um, And now I'm like, and now I've just realized so many things. The year of realizing things like Kylie Jenner said. (laughs) Um, But I was feeling uneasy because I had a paid collaboration with a brand coming up and then I went to their page and I'm like wow nothing 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 dead silence and it frustrated me because I'm like you're saying so much with this silence and so I spoke to you about it and I was like I don't know I just felt like in a tough position because I have I had a contract signed I have the products here like the whole thing and I'm like well Mm -hmm. no like what if I this is where accountability happens basically is what I'm trying to say Um, and I just really hope that people that are speaking out right now and people that are saying all these things and posting all these things and voicing their stance, I hope that they do hold themselves accountable, you know? I also hope it's not just like, like a a trendy thing now because like this just keeps happening. There's a, there's a guy, Mike Griffin, who works for this organization that's partners with mine. And he, I think was on CNN and he was like, I mean, black people have been dealing with this forever. It's it's a trend. It's yeah. like a it's like a hamster wheel of like a black person gets killed, then we like all like protest and then in it March, goes down. yeah, and then we all forget, and then it's like quiet, and then like another black person gets killed, and it's like I hope that people like keep this up because like obviously like protests work. Like now, all four officers have been charged. Like you know, like mm-hmm. people are talking about it now, and this people are listening. This is why like people protest. Protests are not supposed to make you feel comfortable. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. like, it's 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 not about the individual when it comes to the protest. It's like, this is a systemic thing that we all need to be discussing. And like, I hope, I I think I'm glad that like some brands aren't being disingenuous and just like posting on their page, um, because you know, months from now we'll be like, well, why'd you post that if like this is how you're acting? And so maybe right. like maybe that brand is actually like doing work and feels they don't need to share. Though, if you're doing work, you'd also be like, maybe we should share so that our people well, that's, feel that's, supported. It's it's that's it's confusing. What, that, that's exactly yeah. That those are my thoughts today. I was like, you know what? And I I recorded myself in in a few sli- a few stories yesterday, saying exactly what I posted today. And then I was about to post them, and then I was like, oh no, I just I felt nervous to share that, mm-hmm. and I don't know why I did, you know. And then this morning, I'm like, no, fuck it. Like, this is what I feel. And if somebody wants to disagree with me, they can disagree with me and we can chat. That's totally fine. We're all going to disagree at some point. That's fine. But in my in my opinion, if you are doing doing the work offline and taking action elsewhere, which I respect, 
And if you're a brand and you're a large company, why wouldn't you share that? You don't have to tell me everything you're doing. Right. You don't have to tell me all the petitions you're signing. You don't have to tell me everywhere you're donating. No, that's that's fine if that's what you're doing. But you can at least tell me where you stand with this. Like, I feel like, and people are like, well, I don't want to be a, 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 like, I don't, I can never say this word right. Up, up. Opportunist. <laughs> yeah. Is that what it was? <laughs> <laughs> or like, um, you know, I don't need that. I don't need to post on social media. Like I'm doing, I understand that. But if there was ever a moment to show up, it is right now. And might I add, Instagram is probably your largest platform. Yeah. Like if you're your making money marketing platform, off of social media, like, you need to talk. You can post a new launch of a whatever the fuck, but you can't tell me how you feel about human rights. Like, that's where I don't, it, I can't wrap my, my mind around it. You know what I mean? Well, that's what I'm saying. If, if you're making the most money because of social media, then, like, it's, it's not a coherent thought to then not post on social media about where you stand. Like, it's not, it's and, just not coherent. Yeah, I agree. Um, so, anyway, I chose to not do the collaboration which is nothing that I deserve a pat on the back for because I feel like it's just you know what I mean it's like okay good yeah that's what you should do you know what I mean yeah I follow this girl called Megan Ranks and I love her she recently wrote a book too and she um is so like educated in these topics and she was she has a huge platform like a million followers on Instagram and she was basically adding um, influencers and people with platforms no matter how big or small bloggers whatever saying I re- totally respect everything you're posting on your stories love mm-hmm. it love the resources you're sharing but stories are gone in 24 hours post something on your feed make it known again this is at influencers bloggers I'm not she's, yeah. she's not like talking to the everyday person okay but she's saying post something on your feed something that doesn't go away something that right now in this very meaningful and monumental moment make it known that you are I don't want to say the word ally because now I feel weird but like she's saying like make it known that <laughs> like you you're are, part of the struggle right that you're part of the struggle and that you are here for every like for the people and in the it's black not community. for 24 hours it's not right. pleading and, like it and you're not worried about it like ruining the aesthetic of your page right like human lives are not aesthetic like mm-hmm. you know anyway um I feel like there was no, oh okay I forgot to ask this when we talked about allyship. What is a good word to use that isn't ally or allies? I mean, I don't know because I I feel like I would just like say like friends. Like I feel like my friends that I have now like people who are not black will never fully understand. Yeah. But like you can try. And so right. I, I I like I don't think that I have friends now that are like fair weather friends. And so I would be like, you'd like your friend, like friends that, and that seems weird. I don't know. I feel, I feel like it's like a little like flowery. No, like I, no cause like, I, I get what you're saying, but I mean more so, you, you know, online where everyone is saying like how to be a better yeah. ally, how to be an ally. Like, that's what I mean more so. But, but no, I get what you're saying. I don't think there's an exact term. Um, like maybe it's like how to be a better, like anti-racist. Like, yeah, <laughs> literally. Which yeah. is like, whoa, but like, there you go. No, w- like wake no. you up. We have to be comfortable. And that's what I realized, too, is like we have to be comfortable saying these terms, saying these words like it's like felt uncomfortable saying these words because I just didn't want to say something wrong. And it's like I'm probably going to say something wrong at some point, And that's fine. I'm learning. Everyone is going to say something wrong. Yeah, Literally, but I have everyone to say, will say something wrong. But I was watching this um, this girl's stories and she was like, you have to say it out loud. Like, say it mm-hmm. out, and nothing's going to happen. Like, it's OK. Like, we have to normalize these words and 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 realize that they are part of the conversation and there's nothing wrong with that you know no 100 percent. every everyone will say something wrong we're like everyone is learning i think i said even like like i don't know everything black people are not a monolith so i cannot <laughs> even speak for black people overall yeah um but like you like you got to get the words out like you can tell when someone has never discussed this because they're totally. like like the the blacks like okay the blacks or like African American Canadian, like that doesn't make sense. There are no Af- like it's unless a person is Canadian and American, like they're not an African American Canadian. Like it's just like we people like don't talk about these things and they say like things that sound really stupid. Did you get a lot of messages? And I feel like I did this too, so I'm sorry. But did you get a lot of messages? <laughs> of messages being like, I don't want to say the wrong thing, but dot 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 yeah. dot. 
100%. But I know, like, not saying anything is, like, the wrong thing. Yeah. Which, which, you know what, like, I can, like, laugh about it because, it, like, it, I got too many for it to, like, feel authentic. Did you hear me? Yeah. I just got a call, even though I have Do Not Disturb on. I saw you so pause weird. me. Yeah. Um, I, I got too many for it to, like, feel authentic, but, like, I, I do appreciate the thought because... Like, what? It's been almost, like, two weeks now since all of this started. And today I was like, oh, there are a few people that I, like, haven't talked to in a while. Like, maybe this is, like, the time for our friendship to, like, fizzle out. <laughs> and it's, like, because, like, I didn't see you say anything. Like, you don't have to say anything to me. But also, like, again, I know you're, I'm your only black friend. So, like, maybe there was something you should have said. Um, and, it, like, there was nothing. Like, I, I don't want to see you playing beer pong on Saturday night when people are protesting in the street and, like, yeah. being, like, beaten by police. Like, that is that is some weird shit. Yeah. You need to get that off your feed. And, like, you don't have to text <laughs> me. but like weird shit. That should not be on your feed. I mean, if, if, if these are people that you consider friends, I feel like... I feel like they should have checked in. Yeah, and and checking that's not, in doesn't that's have not to be expecting like, too much. I don't. That's no, the, and checking in doesn't have to be like saying the right thing. Checking in can just be like, yo, it's been a crazy fucking week in America. Like, literally, how is that affecting you? Or totally. like, are you okay? Like that. Like that's all it all it literally takes. Because I feel like I'm the friend that like on a birthday, like I like call. Yeah. And like, if I know that like some someone's moving or there's something going on, like I try and like send like a note. And you're like, like the only, you're the only, literally, <laughs> I I think you're like one of the only probably one or two friends in my life that without fault in how many years have I, have we known each other? Five, four? 20. No, 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 no. No, how many four. years have Four is like when I, how many years have we? Four is like when I was in graduate school. Oh my God. We're so old. Okay. We've known each other. Like it, we, we met in like 20. <gasps> I was 21. Probably like 20, 2013. Six or 20, years. Yeah. Holy wow. Really downplay shit. me. Sheesh. Dude, I'm sorry. I literally, I, I'm so <laughs> lost with what day it even is. Okay. So in six years, almost, yeah. we, have to, we have to fact check that, but I'm pretty sure it's six. Um, You are literally one of the only two people that without fault at 8 a.m. on April 7th of every year will message me because it's my dad's anniversary and no one remembers, which I'm not shaming anyone. I know that's a right. hard thing to remember, but like how like literally how like the most intentional person ever well also like i don't i don't know because i feel like those things are also tough for certain yeah. people like because you like i'm i i want you to know i'm there but i will never have the right words right which is which is sort of the same thing with this like everyone can be there but like you'll never have the right words because you're not black yeah um yeah. but like at least just like say that you're there and i i think i listened to a podcast a while ago where the person was like, you know, on like Mother's Day, Father's Day, that's when people reach out to you. But it's actually the days when like you listen to like your parents like favorite song and that's when it's hard. And it's like, I'm not there in those moments because I don't know when that happens. So like at least on the days where I can. Yeah. I should try. Like yeah. I just think it's about like trying and 100%. like you will not be perfect. Shit is awkward. Like I think saying sorry when someone dies is like I like I don't know why we don't have better words for that. It makes me so uncomfortable that that's what we say, because I'm someone supposed to say. Usually, when we say sorry, someone goes, "It's okay," and like, right, like it's it's not okay. It's not okay. I know you're so right. The amount of times I've said that, um, yeah, that's, like you're just like thanks. It's so accurate though, because like when you think about it, Mother's Day or Father's Day, people that's a big day, so everybody comes mm-hmm. at you. Everyone's like, "Oh my god, yeah. I'm thinking about you," so you feel loved and you feel cared for and you feel not alone. But then it's like the random fucking Tuesday at 3 p.m. and you saw some person who looked like your dad and then you start bawling in the middle of the street in front of Starbucks. Yeah. That actually happened, you know? And like nobody's there. <laughs> like no, like it's it's a quiet day. Nobody yeah. thought to say anything to you. Yeah, yeah. And that, yeah. Yeah, totally. So uh, how did you feel waking up on Tuesday and seeing a bunch of black squares on your feed? Um... I mean, first thought I was like, what the hell? Like, this is weird. I don't know what this is helping. Um, And I sort of was like, okay, you know, we're all like quick to jump to conclusions. So maybe this is something that'll actually like help in the long run. Like, great. There's, you know, there's like the ice bucket challenge. Had you seen it on Monday? Like, had you seen people talk about it Monday night? 
I think I'd seen like one person, but like didn't like I like I'm not gonna buy into some sort of like challenge. Like I don't right. personally think I need to be reading about challenges. So yeah. I think I had probably seen the hashtag and was like, oh, I don't know what that means. Whatever. Um, also, if I saw a blackout challenge, I probably would have been like, oh, people are drinking. Um, <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> but <laughs> not on Monday. But I was like, okay, you know, maybe like I think I tweeted, I would like to think that people are actually like doing work today, but like to me it kind of seems like something that companies are taking off and people are like gonna be home watching like housewives. Um and I saw someone I follow tweet like, Oh, there we go, like black squares cured racism. And I'm like, Yeah, like I, I get the idea behind the action. But it doesn't really seem like an act of action to me. It just, it seemed like super passive. Um, And then you saw people having to post like, don't hashtag Black Lives Matter because we're silencing actual resources. Mm -hmm. It also was a day when there were like so many elections across the U.S. Yeah. And we still just had like these black squares up. Like it, it just, I don't know, it just seemed weird. And, you know, like sometimes we just have to think a little harder. I don't think it's about shaming people in this instance. Um, and even, I mean, even you had one and then you archived it and you like explained to your followers. I don't know if you want to explain that now, but like you explained why you archived it. And it's like, it's about being open and listening, like opening, open to listening and willing to like learn, acknowledge, like you've done something wrong and like move forward. I think anyone that is right now saying that they are learning we have to remember that we will be corrected and be okay with it you know what I mean like it it have yeah like we, we have to be okay with that and 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 grow from that and I so I saw it on Monday night um I saw it like circulating a little bit like oh tomorrow will be blackout Tuesday tomorrow we bl- will be blackout Tuesday and I think I I think across the board there was a little miscommunication because I, I could tell a few people, well, I, I could tell a lot of people were a little bit confused as to what it exactly pertained and what, you know, I don't want to say rules, but like what kind of were the rules for it. Um, and I did see a few po- posts on Monday night and then I didn't think too much about it. And then Tuesday I was like, well, I, you know, I want to show my support. So I'm going to post about this. I made sure not to hashtag Black Lives Matter because at that point I had seen that that hashtag was being completely um I mean, the feed was it, it was like you said, blocking all useful resources and important information. So after a little bit, I felt I saw a few stories of people saying, you know, I don't know if this is truly helpful. I don't know that this is actually what we should be doing right now. And I saw a blogger that I love. Um, she was like, I spoke to one of my black friends and she told me like, we don't want you to be quiet right now. Um, This is like not the time for everyone to be quiet and to kind of like, quote unquote, take a day off. And I feel like everybody's, I mean, I can speak for myself and I I, I feel like most people's intentions were completely pure, you know, and just actually showing solidarity. And so I think um, I want to see the good in that. You know what I mean? Like I want to appreciate that because that's also where I was coming from. But then when I thought about it for a second, I was like, this makes a lot of sense. Like we're, we're just clogging the feed with black squares. How are we really just, how is this amplifying voices? I don't, I don't think that we're doing that. So once I kind of like took a step back and like realized, like, I don't know if this is actually helpful. I feel like I'm just going to archive mine and I'd rather, you know, not add another black square to the feed. Um, and instead just continue being loud on my stories. And that's just what I decided. I don't, you know, no shade to anyone who left it up, who didn't put like, what. I feel like everybody, I feel like I, I want to believe everybody had good intentions with it, you know? Um, but I think a lot of people were also saying like, if you're just posting this black square and then just not doing anything at all, you're missing the entire point. Um, cause, cause that I do see a problem with, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, if you go back to normal like completely normal like there's no effect on your life the next day you're not thinking about it I don't you just have this like black square sitting on your page like then like delete the black square because like there's a difference between like intention and impact and like intention is important but also like impact is very important Mm -hmm. um and like so this this should be like a forever kind of thing I don't know like I don't know who could ever after the week we just experienced I don't know who could ever 
A, want to go back to normal and B, have the ability to go back to normal. Like, yeah, I, that like just blows my mind, you know, that that would even be like a concept for people. But like it, it is and it's, it's going to be and, the, and you know, like people who are being performative, like soon yeah. enough, like their colors will show because like it's 100%, completely yeah. back. Like, you know, it was just it was one Tuesday or like all of a sudden it doesn't look good on the feed and like they, they delete it. And then like, you'll know, and then you will act and respond like accordingly. Um, but I feel like this is like what black people have been dealing with like forever. And at this point, like there are more people that have to be speaking out. So this is like a whole new feeling. Yeah. I was talking to somebody, um, a few days recently and I've been having really great conversations in my DMS with a lot of people, which has been great. Um, and very enlightening and she was telling me how and she wasn't trying to come from like a negative place or anything she's always been like we've always had the sweetest best conversations but um I posted it just like I posted (laughs) I posted how just like frustrated I feel with myself and and I know this is not about me I wasn't trying to make it about me I, I I was just sharing my feelings you know um and well, that does sound like I'm making it about me, but I, 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 I circled it back to like, take care of yourself, take, take care of your mind because Are you one of those people that says in emails, let's, let's circle back. Are oh my gosh. No, no. Oh, okay. Continue. <laughs> oh my God. That reminded me of, I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about quarantine and like shit couples have been realizing in quarantine. And one of them was like, I realized my husband was a circle back kind of guy. <laughs> Oh I saw God. that meme and I like I sent it to Ed and I was like, thank <laughs> God you don't do this. You'd be out of the house. I feel like I feel like Ed, oh also we've mentioned Ed's name and we haven't explained he is your husband, partner. He's your partner. Oh, are we not yeah, saying husband? That's what we say. Okay. Um, partner, partner is like very uh, common in England and you know since I'm like trying to become a citizen that is what I'm gonna use because I'm like you know gonna become English yeah cool okay um Ed is Moongi's partner and he is I fucking love him um <laughs> I feel like he answers emails by saying cheers am I wrong what does he say I like I don't even know if I've seen his I've I've just seen like the like angry ones when someone like oh, messes shit. with him and like doesn't deliver his food like that's what I've seen oh the but, KFC thing we yeah, heard yeah but I, I, don't, I don't think I've seen like well, maybe he says like cheers mate i've definitely yeah. seen like mate and yeah yeah wait what was i saying i just forgot oh, uh, oh okay my story yeah so and you were circling back i i wasn't trying to make it about me because i i've seen those you know it's listen i just want to say this like i feel like we're on not on eggshells i don't want to say that but i sort of feel like that sometimes because i it's not about like oh i don't want to say the wrong thing like it's not that it's more so just like i it, it's like this like i feel like there's a social media social media is like oh it's a weird place right now and Mm -hmm. i feel like everybody's being cautious as we should because it is a delicate subject that deserves it so you know i get it but um i also love to be just like raw and open and and share what i'm feeling and so whatever i did and i circled it back to (laughs) just like you know we go this has been a lot and I'm not complaining about it by any means. I'm just saying like, we, we have to take care of our minds too. And like give our, give ourselves whatever we need to continue moving forward. Does that make sense? I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. If this, whatever. Anyway, she was saying to me, she was like, well, and I don't mean this in a bad way at all. Like, please don't take it this way. But the most frustrating part to me is seeing people say, I can't believe how blinded I was. I can't believe you know, I'm so upset at myself. She was like, like, were people just living in a bubble? Like, what did what did you not like see what our president was doing? Like, did you not watch all these movies? And I was like, no, I hear you. Like, I hear you loud and clear. And like, that's part of my frustration, too, is that I knew I knew the things that were happening, but not like the magnitude of them. And I just like I didn't like sit down and actually think about what was happening. Do you know? And, And that's so fucking ignorant on my on my part. Um, so it's not that I was like blind to everything. I think I was just like, maybe, yeah, living in a little bubble. And I hate to even think that way because I feel like I was, I was brought up like in a more, in a very like, I don't know what the right word is. Yeah. Yeah. But, but also I've been thinking so much about this and like these topics weren't discussed with me 
very often, not in school. And I saw a tweet the other day. It was like, why the hell did I have to learn about Mesopotamia? I saw like, that I didn't too. learn about slavery. And <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, Mesopotamia. <laughs> I remember Mesopotamia. I saw that and why? too and I died. Yeah, I died. But, but yeah, even at home though, like, I feel like I can remember some conversations, but like, I want to raise my children that I will hopefully have when I hopefully get married. Um, and these are conversations that are going to happen from the get-go. You know what I mean? Like, it's gonna it's going to be a priority for me. Also, I feel like, and this is my fault because I already know the answer and I forget that, like, not everybody knows you the way I know you, you know? I didn't even oh, ask God. you to explain a little bit about the book. I feel like I, I literally it just went over my head. I feel like I probably also explained Ubuntu in, like, a really confusing way. Um, I mean, the book is literally what do I, I call it like a little coffee table book yeah um it's a cute little gift book it really that is has like 14 lessons about ubuntu which is like i mean sort of like what i base my life on and like the importance of you my friends my family and like just how we're like basically nothing without other humans and yeah. so the book is little lessons from south africa but also from people around the world um talking about how they incorporate it into their daily lives and then it's like sort of practical stuff at the end about how we can incorporate it into our lives because a lot of the stories people have done like amazing things and we're always you know, I feel like we're always thinking like oh I can't do that I can't forgive someone for this this is too much and it it shows you like okay there you can definitely forgive for certain things mm-hmm. um these people have done this with way less than what we have so you know like Think about the humanity and the people around you. Um, and I don't know. I feel like it's really simple when I read it. But then when you try and put it into practice, it, it, that's when it, like, becomes hard. My favorite part – well, no, I don't know if this is my favorite part about the book because I have a few. But something I love about it is it's not a book that you just read once. Like, I read it through once. And then what I like to do – and sometimes I'll, like, send you excerpts of, like, a random page I just yeah. opened. So I love to journal a lot, like, in the mornings or at night or whatever. And um, sometimes I'll just pick it up in the morning if I'm feeling like I want a prompt or I want something, you know, to, like, spark something in my mind. And I'll just, like, literally open it to some page because there's value in, like, every single page. And so no matter Stop. which no matter which little lesson it's in, like, it will make me think about something. And... So that's kind of something special about it is that it's like it's not like a one time read. It's like you can always go back to it and find new things and it will spark new things in your mind and find like I don't know. It's it's I love also in general. I love to read books, books that I love like a few times because I always take something new from them. Like I always learn something new or like it makes me think about something new. So that's something that I also love about the book. And as we mentioned, it's super cute. So one lucky I mean, winner I, will I've, be getting it <laughs> i've read it like a few times i'm like, sure you I have i go <laughs> i go do speeches i'm like oh let me pick this up and then i like look at a page and i'm like shit really yeah. okay clever oh my gosh yeah i love it how do you feel about like this episode whenever it comes out coming out like because it'll be to like a wider audience and also like at the same time it's like a very serious topic just like that question makes my heart sink because (sighs) so first of all about regarding the heavier topic I think that it makes me nervous like I would be lying if I said it didn't make me nervous but I'm more so excited because I feel like these are conversations that I want to be having not only in my life with myself with my friends I and I want to share these things with people I feel like life is about sharing the good stuff the bad stuff everything in between well maybe not everything but like I think (laughs) it's I think and I think what we also said in here is like I want to help normalize these conversations because they weren't normalized for me and I'm not like blaming someone for that, but like it, it, they weren't, you know, and um, I want to change that. So, yes, I'm nervous because like many people are saying right now, I'm scared of saying the wrong thing, but I'd rather say the wrong thing and learn than not say anything at all. And um, I'm hoping that I don't know, it makes me excited, too, because I'm hoping that people can 
take something from this, you know, and I feel like your voice is so valuable that people will learn something or learn something new or become inspired in some way or whatever it may be. Um, So I think my my answer to your question is, of course, I'm nervous because the last thing I want to do is like offend someone in some way. But I am learning and um, yeah, I'm willing to accept any criticism that may come, you know. If it's nice, <laughs> if it comes at me, ni- <laughs> come at me nicely. <laughs> um, so better ner- come correct. Nervous slash excited, and then regarding the wider audience, that part is the part that gives me. I don't know if anxiety will be the right word, but yeah, it's probably anxiety. <laughs> like little butterflies. Little bu- little butterflies, just because, um, you know, there will be a lot more eyes and ears. And I always have this like fear of judgment in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and my I talk about this with my therapist all the time. And um, she's like, it's just like exposure work. Like you just got to do it because you can't always hide. And I feel like I try to do that a lot in my life. Like I like to control things a lot. I'm yeah. kind of a control freak. You, you know? don't say. And so so I guess I'm just nervous. Yeah, I guess it makes me a little nervous. Um But what I said to you is if any new eyes and if any new ears find me from you, like through an episode that we do together, talking about something so important, Mm -hmm. like that's a really, really cool way to be found, I think, you know? I mean, I I think it's like a great way. Yeah. So because it's it's it sounds like it's probably people who are like authentic and like looking to learn or like people that are like my ride or dies hopefully yeah like joining yeah so a little bit of all all the feels i feel like when this episode goes live i'm gonna have a drink that day for sure um i mean i've been having a drink every day (laughs) i haven't been drinking too much lately i don't know what's wrong with me but i think it's because at the beginning of quarantine mama was going crazy like i was just like well we're 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 still going over here (laughs) i was not okay so. I will say another part that I think people need to like know up front is like you're not going to be like congratulated for this. Like I'm like 100 percent like I, when I get texts from friends, I'm like I, I'm trying to pick my words wisely because I want them to know that I appreciate them like reaching out or them like listening to a podcast or like reading a certain book that I recommended. But I'm like. I don't want to be like, thank you. Like, you, like no, I, I want you to know, like, this is like what should have been happening. Exactly. Um, and so I don't want people to think like, you know what? I did a lot of good this week. And like, someone's going to like call me out on like an Instagram story and like tag me. And like, like, that's probably not going to happen. And it shouldn't happen. Cause no. like there, there's a lot of shit to do. And like, there's yeah. a lot of speaking to be happening. And like, obviously our country has some issues and we're not the only one. But obviously we like live here, so it you know it's mm-hmm. this is where our like scope is. Um, but I think people should just like know like you may not get like thanks or congratulations. So like, well, nobody be should for be. That. Nobody should be congratulating us for caring about human rights. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, nobody should be patting you on the back for opening your eyes to the oppression that has been happening in this country for fucking centuries. No one, and. I have that so clear like and that's also the thing and that will go back to your intentions I'm not doing this to for anyone to pat me on the back I'm Mm -hmm. doing this because it is I value it I believe in it and I and I am here to learn and unlearn and the whole list goes on intention is a big thing as well you know like I, I think I think that's the most important and it's just like we're all learning we're all growing no one's perfect and I don't know it's such it's such a tough thing like I feel like this week and the last week have been, like, the craziest weeks recently, yeah. which is weird considering everything we're with in a, COVID. We're in a global... No, everybody was like, Corona, sit down. Sit down. Yeah. Like, it's like, not your miss, moment. you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, she's like... But, like, she she kind of helped, like, make us, like, also realize this because, like, more black people were, like, dying and being affected yeah. by COVID and, like... Eat, like all the people in the Whole Foods in my building, like are they're mostly black people, and they're like always there. And when I ask them, like, this is like in COVID, like I I don't even think I've even asked them how they are this week because like I I don't even know if I'm ready for the answer. Yeah. When I've asked them during like COVID in like March and April, like how they're doing, if people are being polite, like 
the amount of checkout people at Whole Foods who have been like, no, like, this woman was expecting, like, people have just been, like, rude. It boggles my mind. And I'm like, you know what you just need to say to them? Like, you need to be like, ma'am, like, we're all doing our best. And also, when they leave, tell them to, like, have the day they deserve. I don't know what that means. And they can think on what day they deserve. But, like, if you were, like, grocery shopping and think that you're entitled to, like, this person putting their lives at harm, like, you've got, like, a lot of work to do. No, I can't. I can't. I cannot with people who are rude to waiters, anyone opening the door for you, anybody working at the grocery store. Like, in general, fuck yourself if you're rude to any of these people. No, I'm serious. And especially right now, are you kidding me? These people are putting their life at risk, essentially. And they a lot of them have no other choice because they have to work mm-hmm. and they're doing so with a smile on their face. I I've been to Trader Joe's so many times. I've been to different supermarkets, etc. Everybody has been so nice. Everybody has been so kind. Everybody has been so willing to help. Like patient. I, I cannot like, I, I haven't seen anybody being rude or I would literally be like, are you fucking kidding me? Do you want to switch? Do you want to bag groceries? <laughs> like you get to go home, Karen, Karen, well, that's, well, that's like, you know, like, do you want to switch lives with a black person? And no one has ever said yes. And so, like, let's remember that. Like, yeah. if you're not willing to switch with someone, then I don't think that you can, like, pass judgment and blame on how they deal with things. And so, like, if you're not going to switch lives with a black person, you don't get to tell black people how they protest. No. Because you no. all, like, we also didn't like how Martin Luther King protested and still he was killed. So, yeah. like, you know... We, I feel like, what do they say? They say that, like, the things that you see in other people that you don't like are, like, the things that, like, you know about yourself. And yeah. I feel like it's projection. There's a lot of, like, self-reflection that needs to happen. 100%. Well, this has been great. Um, I want to thank you because you are one of the most bomb-ass friends that I have. And... Not only am I so grateful for you in general, but I also am grateful because I can't even comprehend the weight that this week and the last few weeks have had. And you still made space for my dumb ass questions and clarity that I needed a few times this week. Why are you rolling your eyes? I don't think you asked dumb ass questions. Okay, they weren't dumb, but like, I just appreciate that, you know, you still were there. So thank you. And thank you for coming on the podcast. I know everyone's going to love you. And I hope you guys love this episode. I hope everyone loves this episode as much as I loved being a part of it. So I hope you guys will give her a follow. The work she does is so intentional, so valuable. Big things are coming. That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. And also, can you tell my boyfriend that I'm coming for him soon? He'll be so excited. And is Ed cooking up anything delicious for dinner no, tonight? No, I think we're ordering sushi. What do you? Oh, yum! I don't know what. Girl I'm is have. tired. Yeah, I'm sushi. Tired too. Why not? I don't know. We're we're actually now boycotting poist postmates as of as of like two hours ago because Why? he ordered he ordered KFC and they didn't deliver it and then he emailed them and they were like sorry that your food didn't arrive but we looked at your account and we can't refund you for this and he responded and he was like. I hope this is a joke because I ordered food and I paid you for it and you didn't bring me food or like return my money. So let me know how you're going to fix this. And then they were on and they're like, actually, we will refund you. And he goes, thanks. Next time, can you make sure that like this doesn't happen because people are watching? Oh, my God. Like, Whoa. Getting spicy. Actually, you know, what, know. you know what the thing is? I feel weird about ordering sushi because I always feel like it's going to get here like, like soggy. Okay. There is like one really really good restaurant here in atlanta that we order sushi from and i don't think you feel that way if you tried it but also you're like a kind of a newbie so like yeah that's why that's why yeah okay anyway thank you so much for coming on do you have any last words to share thanks guys for having me hope you liked it if you didn't (laughs) tell lisa tell lisa Lisa, don't tell me and like don't don't rate it based on this episode right well first of all i just want to say this is my first interview okay (laughs) second of all it's remote, which I mean is fine because we know each other, so it's not like weird, you know what I mean? But also I yeah. feel like in person will be so much better. And I'm coming soon, so we're gonna do I can't wait. Round two there. We're we should wait. do a drunk. We should do a drunk. Oh, I'll do it. 
Okay, I'm back really quick. I just wanted to apologize for the abrupt outro. Um, we started talking about life and got a little distracted, but I hope you guys enjoyed. I can't wait to hear what you think. Moongi is fucking amazing. I love her so much and I can't wait for round two, which speaking of round two, I also wanted to add it's really important to me to make it abundantly clear that this conversation is far from over. I am continuing this conversation in every aspect of my life and you can expect to hear more of it on the podcast, not only with Moongi, but with other beautiful voices as well. And that is something that I am so excited about. Um, I can only speak for myself when I say that I have so much work to do internally and externally. Um, I want to do everything that I can to continue fighting this racially oppressive system that has been in place for way too long you know I'm well aware that we won't be able to fix centuries of racism in a week but this week and these last few weeks have been an incredibly large wake-up call for a lot of us myself included and we have to keep it going we can't just we can't just care when it's trending you know like I really hope no one thinks of it that way human lives are not trendy I know the momentum will slow down, but I just I just hope that we all keep pushing. And if there's anybody listening who is, you know, pissed off at themselves or frustrated with themselves or feeling guilty or all of the above because you feel you've arrived unacceptably late to this conversation, I hear you. We were sitting comfortably in the shield of our whiteness and that is so fucking wrong so wrong but what i will say is we need to do two things with these thoughts okay first remember this is not about us this is not about us and our guilt i say us to anyone who's feeling this way um if if we are feeling this way after a few eye-opening weeks just imagine how people in the black community have been feeling for years like there's no words so yeah and number two we need to use this frustration and guilt and shame and everything and turn it into action okay like we're late here but we're here and how are we gonna how are we what are we gonna do what's what's the action we're gonna take what's our long-term plan all these questions and more all these questions are questions i've been asking myself these last few weeks as i have reevaluated my entire existence um and just many areas of my life so yeah i feel you if you feel like an asshole for not showing up until now okay but let's put these feelings and turn them into good feel me so i will wrap it up now let you guys go again thank you so much for listening I love you so much, Moongi. Thank you for spending an hour with me. I love you guys. Fuck you, Donald Trump. (laughs) I'm out. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.